The Retropod podcast is sponsored by United Concordia. United Concordia is proud to welcome newly eligible military retirees into the 2019 FedVIP program. And we're unique because United Concordia has military retirees who can help you throughout the FedVIP enrollment process. United Concordia Dental, our mission, healthy mouths. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. You've probably heard that former First Lady Michelle Obama has just published a memoir about her life and the eight chaotic years her family spent in the White House. Obama's book will be an instant bestseller, just like every other memoir by a First Lady. But one First Lady didn't have a particularly good experience in the world of publishing. In fact, her memoir wasn't even published in her lifetime. Julia Grant, wife of Ulysses S. Grant. And that's surprising, of course, because Mrs. Grant wasn't exactly married to a minor character in history. Besides serving as the country's 18th president, Grant, as you might recall, also led the Union Army to victory in the American Civil War. Still, she couldn't get her book published, even with the help of the couple's close friend, the famous writer Mark Twain. Why? Well, authors have wrestled with the whims of publishers since the day Gutenberg began operating his press, so it might be a fool's errand in attempting to figure it out. But Civil War scholars, including the late John Simon, have speculated some fault rested with her that she got cold feet or became discouraged when publishers didn't offer a lot of money. And her husband's memoir was so intimate and dramatic that some publishers wondered if there was anything really she could add. Mrs. Grant was crushed and expressed her sorrow to a friend in a letter. She wrote, My book, my book, on which I have worked so hard for the last three long years. My book in which I took so much pride and so much pleasure, you can well imagine my great disappointment and sorrow. After President Grant died in 1885, his wife wondered what sense there was in living further herself. She wrote to a friend, I thought my life had been lived, for we had been inseparable. I saw nothing that could brighten or make interesting the remaining years. Then I began the memoirs, reluctantly at first, and as a task more to gratify the children's wishes than my own. Soon I became an inveterate scribbler. I preferred writing to eating or driving or seeing friends. Scribbler wasn't exactly what Mrs. Grant did, though. She suffered throughout her life from poor eyesight, And by the time she set out to write, she could hardly see. So she dictated almost the entire book to her son and her secretary. Mrs. Grant died without seeing her book in print. It was held close by the family and passed down through generations. Scholars had little to no knowledge of its existence until President Grant's eldest grandson, Major General Ulysses S. Grant III 
used portions of it in a biography he wrote about his grandfather. It was finally published in 1975, 73 years after she died. Mrs. Grant concludes her book at the end of her husband's life as he tried to hold on and finish his own memoir. He did, and then he passed a few days later. In the very last paragraph, she wrote, For nearly 37 years, I, his wife, rested and was warmed in the sunlight of his loyal love and great fame. And now, even though his beautiful life has gone out, it is as when some far-off planet disappears from the heavens. The light of his glorious fame still reaches out to me, falls upon me, and warms me. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Gillian Brockell, who helped report this story for the Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.